Hello and welcome to Ears for Dragon, an Aragon reread podcast. I'm your host Charlie. I'm Nick. And I'm Shan. And uh, today Nick is on summary. Yeah, so the chapters we've got today are um, The Hatterack Desert, A Clash of Wills, and uh, Flight Through the Valley. So, starting off with uh, the Hatterack Desert. After all the fuss we made about the desert lasting forever and ever, there's only one chapter. Oh, wait, sorry. No, it's a path revealed is the middle one. Yeah, yeah. Sorry, um, it's their journey and the horrors that their poor little horsies have to go through that lasts forever. That is true. (laughs) That does continue on for quite a while. Um, But the Hatterack Desert, um, the chapter itself is three pages where uh, they get to the desert. Um, They say it's a desert. Um, Sephira likes it, actually. She likes likes that it's, it's hot. And it's warm, and um, there's lots of lots of prey, and then they um, settle with that, and they start traveling. Um, of the fourth day since leaving Gilead, they've traveled 35 leagues, and I don't know what that is in <laughs> real measurements. That. Um, After the summary, I'll come back to you with that. <laughs> they're about to travel like the same distance in another three to five days. Um, that's, well, we'll, we'll have words about that. So they start, they start charging through it, um, trying to, uh, lose any pursuers. Murtagh gets really snappy, um, because he's thirsty and hungry, and it's hot. Uh, and honestly, fair enough. Um, Aragorn does his little water trick, and it seems to have just enough water. Um, they, they fight a little bit. It's not... Uh, it's just hints of what's to come. Uh, they see the Bayor Mountains and they say, wow, these are really big. And then um, they ride for a bit more and they leave the desert. And they go to bed. Yeah, they go to like bed. At the end of every chapter, <laughs> they go to bed. Yep. Relieved to be out of the Hatterack Desert. What's the, the, the end of the last chapter was they had reached the Hatterack Desert. Yeah. And they do the, <laughs> and they do the, the desert. desert. Yeah. Well, the desert itself is like, that's the same distance they've been traveling for how many chapters, and they just go through the desert. I got it. We'll, yeah, we'll, we'll get there, we'll get there, we'll get there. Yeah, they, okay. Uh, next is a path revealed. Um, they're sitting around the, the fire. They haven't quite gone to bed yet. They're... Of course, sorry. Yeah, they're congratulating each other. Like, they had covered roughly 60 leagues in five days, um, which they shouldn't have done. Uh, it does. It only gets worse for these horses. Um, as they cross the um, boundary of the Hatterack Desert, Aragon has some thoughts deliberating on, like, leaving the Empire officially for the first time. Um, And that's kind of interesting. Then he has um, a questionable idea to try contact the elf they're traveling with, um, with his mind. So he tries to reach out and is subsequently attacked mentally, um, repeatedly, until uh, he yells out that he is a, a friend and a writer and he means no harm, which which seems to work. Uh, we discover that the elf's name is Arya. Um, she's been put in the state... Oh, she's willingly entered this trance-like state because she's been poisoned and it's try- she's trying to, like, stave off uh, waking up and dying immediately. But um, she says she only has about five more days until um, she will just die of the poison. So it's it's pretty good that Aragon um, contacted her now. Um, she gives some directions to the Varden, and because the Varden have the cure, um, the Varden is about five days away. So uh, convenient, but also horrible for the horses. Um. He wakes up out of his trance and he's just been, like, sitting there um, for 15 minutes, uh, fighting for his fucking life. Um, Murtagh gets pissed off um, for more reasons. I, he has a great little monologue. We'll, we'll talk about it later. But apparently he doesn't want to go to the Varden. 
And uh, they have a wee bit of a scrap. Sephira um, separates them. And just before Murtag is about to reveal what's going on with him and why he's so um, so secretive and he's about to start dropping hints of his backstory, we hear an Urgul warhorn um, as we discover that the uh, party is still being chased and um, more urgently by, like, a, I don't know, a herd? A tribe? A pack? A of battalion. A battalion. Yeah, it's much more threatening than the uh, other soldiers. So they um, pack up and they start to run. Um, next is a clash of wills. So they um, they ride the horses um, throughout the night. Um, and... Oh, they're not quite at the forest yet, no. They, they ride the horses throughout the night. Um, they're still, like, in the plains and such, and they get surrounded by some slavers. Um, they're almost attacked, and then um, Zephira strikes first, and then there's a big fight, uh, which culminates with Murtag uh, executing the leader of the slavers. Aragorn is... Um, he has a, a moral quandary and is pretty um, uh, angry at Murtag for doing so. Murtag's very confused. He says, just like, uh, this is saving us from danger. I don't understand why this is a bad thing. And then there's more fighting between them. Uh, they're very grumpy. They're kind of silent. Um, so they give each other the silent treatment and then that's kind of where we stop off um yeah and Sephira tells Aragorn one more time that she loves him Aww. and he says it back and they go to bed <laughs> so cute wow alright alright um Aragorn fucking sucks Aragorn hey. sucks in these chapters <laughs> or just in general just in these chapters it's like no one is people except Aragorn. Yeah. <laughs> He's not treating anyone right. <laughs> He's not treating those damn horses right. God, God like damn. I need to get climb into this book and found the SPCA and the horse union. <laughs> <laughs> like, a horse is not a motorbike. I'm sorry, you can't keep doing that to him. They're awake. The horses are awake constantly. Um, this made me... Uh, research the rest requirements of a horse. <laughs> Before that, what's the league distance? What are they? Um, one hundred and sixty-nine kilometers. Holy shit! In five days. Good God! That's further than Wellington to Palmerston North. <laughs> yeah, that's like in Chicago to Queenstown. Ugh. That's a two-hour drive. Also, <laughs> cars have done something to us. Yeah, it's a long way for a horse. Yeah, maybe if they had a sick muscle car, this all. <laughs> way better for them. <laughs> if they had an Andalite Chronicle style Mustang moment. <laughs> wow, have I got nine and maybe ten movies for you. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean maybe? It's coming out. <laughs> it's not out yet. <laughs> it's gonna get cancelled. <laughs> no! Fast and Furious have been sick Also, of we've seen five of them, so you've got five movies yeah. for us. <laughs> I've seen... We'll have to watch five again. I haven't seen seven. We'll save it for the our next podcast. Yeah, our Fast and Furious rewatch. That'll be brutal. <laughs> um, yeah, no, uh, Aragorn does suck in these chapters. He's not very nice. Murtagh's mm-hmm. um, having the worst time anyone's ever yeah, had. Yeah, Murtagh's going through I feel through like any time Murtagh tells Aragorn something important, Aragorn forgets it immediately. <laughs> He's not listening. Because it's just care. like... Murtagh has said like 17 times already that he will not go to the Varden. Hey, I can't go to the Varden, they're going to kill me. Hey, I can't go to the Varden, he's I like, think they're going to kill yeah, me. Yeah, I'm not sure if he said that yet, but he's like, I will not go to the Varden. This is like like my one thing, I will not go there. And Aragorn's just like, but you're my friend and I don't want you to leave. And I'm going to the Varden. If I'm going to the Varden, you're going to the Varden. So uh-huh. you, we're going to the Varden. He's like, I'm not going to the Varden. Why would you say You're going to like the Varden! <laughs> Bro, he already said no about six or seven times in, in the book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, he, he, he's simply not listening. At he's all. simply not caring. It's um, evil. Yeah. 
Or how badly were they have killed the horses? We're not there yet. Okay, okay. I didn't Google it until the second chapter. Oh, I see. Um, my first note is about how much I love it when dragons love the hot in the desert. Yes, what yeah. I was thinking was, like, Sephira can't be an endotherm, right? Um, yeah, I guess not. But also, like, how does a reptile... Were dinosaurs endotherms? Not all of them. Yeah. I've never really thought about it. No, some I'm of not, them not weren't. Some it. of them had hot blood. Cool. Yeah, yeah I've, I've... I don't remember which dinosaurs, but some dinosaurs did have warm blood. Yeah, I did a... Not a lot, but I did a de-extinction paper and we did a bit on dinosaurs and stuff. Mm-hmm. I had to learn all about synapsids and such. But that was a while ago. Yeah. Um, so I don't quite remember the, the blood situation of many dinosaurs. But, like, considering she's okay in cold climates... I imagine she probably can produce her own heat, but it's yeah. like... Well, dragons have, like, magical so. fire things. Yeah. She hasn't got that yet. She hasn't got that yet. But she is fire-type beast. Yeah, so yeah, Probably, yeah. yeah. I think they were probably, like, originally desert or, um... What is it? Savannah-dwelling, mm. kind of. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. The, um, in the Rainwild Chronicles, the dragons love, um, hot in the desert so much and it makes them grow, like, visibly when they, when the poor little stunted dragons finally get to, like, oh, cool. a magical hot spot. Wow. And, like, they change, their colours get better, like, in, in front of people's eyes and they get bigger and, like, because they've, because they've had a bad start to life, but it's, yeah. like, um, Yummy, very delicious. good for them. <laughs> magical desert. Mm. No, regular. Just regular <laughs> desert? Just hot. Just regular hot. <laughs> I love the sun so much. Okay. Just they've been stuck in like a river the whole time. <laughs> Dragon solar powered? Yeah, yes. definitely. Oh, she's so she's so much big cat in this mm. as well. She's so <laughs> cute. Yeah, um, she loves it there. They fucking hate it they there. They hate it. <laughs> Aragorn is from like an alpine village. He's like a um, little Swedish boy. He fucking these guys hates it. are like literally having the Star Wars sand round. Yes, they <laughs> are. <laughs> They're like, I think Murtag is literally talking about having to pick sand out of his eyes. Yeah, and he hates it so much. Yeah. And there's so, and they're both sunburnt and it's hot. It's just horrible. I would hate to go to the desert, frankly. Hmm. I agree about sand. It is cool. Little horses are having to eat some like scrubs. Coarse scrubs. (laughs) I love sand delicious. Yeah, at least there was a little bit of food for there the horses. There was food for them. There was water. Yerikon had passed out doing it, but they had some water. Mm. Yes, yeah, his, his little water trick, <laughs> as you said, horses, was actually pretty good. It's yeah. pretty good. I love the horses running up and just, like, gulping. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, They're like, something's going. really weird about this. I'm getting in there quick. Quaffed gallons. Quaffed. Mm. Yeah, I don't really know how much that is for a horse. How much is a gallon? I don't know how much horses drink. I didn't look that up. Okay. Yeah, I don't know a gallon off the top of my head, is but it it's like, like four a, liters. Yeah, it's like four or five liters, maybe. Is it? I don't think it's that big. Three, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. It's a stupid measurement, so we have no need to know <laughs> Quick, it. Quick, Siri, yeah, how guys, much gallon? Yeah, guys, your phones up. Um, and I feel like a horse probably needs quite a lot of water. Three point yeah, seven yeah. liters. Okay. So, yeah. So they, they quaffed 3.7 litres time to some. <laughs> <laughs> That's quite a lot of water. That's a lot of water. Damn, Aragorn, you were doing some pretty good magic there, actually. <laughs> yeah, there, there was also some for Sephira. Yeah, she had two mouthfuls. And then he scrabbled and in the dirt. He got, like, a few drops. <laughs> as he let go of the... Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he kind of overdoes it with magic a lot. Yeah. In the next, like, little bit. Yeah. Um, which is very on brand for him. He's like he's gotten way better at magic and he's way overconfident yeah, and he's about like, it. Yeah, he's like, I'm the greatest sorcerer who ever lived. <laughs> he thinks he's way better than he is. Mm. Um, I've got uh, the next day. It says that uh, he's so sick of Murtag that he drives on Sephira, um, <laughs> and it just says that they have a converse converse all day. I wish we got even a little bit of that. Like yeah. it's so unsatisfying. To, like they're just talk, they're talking, but you don't get to know. Mm. Like they do. I guess it's not in this batch, but they do have like a pretty good conversation in a bit. But it's like I'd love it if we got to talk to Sephira ever. Yeah. Um. I also I've got the when um. Aragorn is like watching over the elf. He talks to her so weirdly. Yes. 
He's like, I've got um, stroking her hair. Yeah. Weird. <laughs> also talking oddly poetically to himself. <laughs> yeah, he's like, where lies your injury? How can you sleep like this and yet live? And it's like, you've never spoken like this to any other person alive. Maybe when Brom was telling about like the poetic elf speech or whatever, he was like, oh, they must he's always do that. In. Yeah. Oh, I'm just trying to be like trying sensitive. Trying to make it, trying to make her feel at home. <laughs> You're flopping. She She's can't dying in the you. desert. Yeah, you literally took an elf to the desert. <laughs> you did the worst thing you possibly could. Um, them, we get, by the way, I would say, a page and a half of them seeing the Bull Mountains for the they're first so time. They're so big. Yeah. And they're fucking gigantic. I, I like it. I like the description of Yeah, it's really cool. It's cool. I love that Murtaugh sees them and goes, no, this couldn't possibly be. This is witchcraft. <laughs> like, I like that Sephira's like, ah, I feel like butter hatchling again. <laughs> you are butter hatchling, girl. You're six months old. <laughs> He literally, he squints really hard and like rubs his eyes when he sees them for the first time. Like, whoa, Looking no way. Looking up there like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> they are big. Yeah. I don't think they have like a real world equivalent. They're I don't think like they're extremely big. big Maybe like the Tibetan I don't know. ones. But have you never like been to the tub. Himalayas? I don't know. Mm. <gasps> I just forgot the name of the fucking Himalayas. I think on um, Chris Paolini's Twitter, he did say something about them being like K2 Everest size. Holy shit. But I will, I might be making that up. K2 and Everest are only that big because they are on like the bit of the world that is really high. Yeah, like they're already raised. Elagasia is just like normal, it's sea level. Yeah, sea level and like a lot flat. Mm. Holy shit, these things are big. Yeah. How'd that happen? Um, (laughs) Don't know. Don't worry about it. Yeah, don't worry about it. Maybe it's the power of little guys. (laughs) The dwarves did it. The dwarves did it. They made it bigger. guys, your mountains rule. Um, yeah, they don't really do that much. Um, uh, arrogance mm-hmm. is. Um, uh, they I... do spot gazelles. Oh, they do. Oh, cool. They? they see some gazelles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is pretty cool. Um, I don't know what that means. Uh, like, what else would be living there because of gazelles being there? But I thought that was cool. It's probably some kind of wild dog. I thought you could speak on this. <laughs> Thank you. Probably some kind of wild dog. Um, if they've got wild cats, there'll be something out there. Um, depending on the size of the gazelle, there will probably be smaller gazelles and mm-hmm. large, other large beast type creatures. What if there are those really tiny ones on their tippy toes? Stick tick, stick tick. They are so small. Aha! Uh-huh. No, what they're was jungle it? No, guys. Sam's, Sam's gazelle. Sam's tiny little gazelle. What is that? I can't remember what it was called. Not a muntjac. Those are crazy. But it wasn't a dick dick. I know what you're talking about. I know exactly what you're talking about. But they are jungle darling guys. Um, being very, very small. They're like forest guys, right? Yeah, being a very small ungulate on the savanna is bad for you. Yeah, um, I could imagine. Because you don't really dig holes. And if you are very small on savanna, you None need to be None of the pictures holes. of them were in a, des- were in a jungle. They were I thought on, like, they were, like, rocks like, and forest. stuff. Oh, they might be, like, scrubland. Scrubland's yeah. mm. them as well. Um, I am thinking of Dick Dick. They are very funny little beasts. <laughs> I feel um, like it's, um, they're rude. <laughs> <laughs> Only two of We're going to have to censor this. Oh, also, everybody Google mouse deer. They're so fucking funny. They are so midget small and, like, they're a mouse deer. They are, what if my ungulate turned into a rodent? And they're the best thing ever. Okay, I'm on africafreak.com. Top 12 smallest antelope species in Africa. Oh, Go my God. These guys are so com. cute. Yeah. You've never seen them? Look at them. <laughs> why, why is his head like that? Well, um, they put a mouse head on the deer. They did. They put a mouse head on the deer. <laughs> Look at his little hooves, bro. Yeah. It's fucked up. I hope a million of them live in the desert, even though they're not <laughs> supposed to be there. Are they? They're ungulates, so they're more deer than mouse. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they are still mammals. I guess. Wait, they are not really deer at all. What? <gasps> we got lied to. Um. Yeah, I guess. Well, they're ungulates and they're hoofed, but they're not. <laughs> Dare family. I found him. You found him? He's number 10. The Clip Springer. The, the Clip Springer. Yes, I remember him. Clip Springer yes. are incredible. They live on rocky outcrops across South Southern Africa and perform a poetic rock jumping dance. <laughs> Predators can see Clip Springer, but they can't catch them. Why? Well, the Clip Springer can jump around steep rocky landscapes on their tiptoes. They are 
blindfolded. Remarkable athletes, <laughs> able to jump between rocky perches at high speed to evade hunters. Clipspringers weigh um, 11 to 13 kilograms and bolded develop permanent territories, essentially seeking to dominate their own rocky outcome. Yes. Guys. Guys. So cool. I think I have seen a video of those guys um, being harassed by African wild dogs and they're just like standing on a rock and the dog just straight up can't get to him without he's like oh I'm gonna get you I'm gonna get you and then he's like oh, I'm gonna fall off this fucking cliff if I get any closer and he's <laughs> 10 centimeters away from the the, the little mm-hmm. deer thing and it's just not moving because it's like I know you're gonna fucking die if you come as like an inch closer <laughs> to me whatever it's so good um, so yeah, I hope yeah. there's a great Everyone Google Clip Springer um, and you can see their funny little toes. Oh, yes. So cute. They're hilarious. <laughs> um, also, I think they're only in the desert for like two days and they get so yeah. pissed off and they, they hate it so much. Maybe three days. They like they're overnight off twice. Day one. Like, yeah. They're pissed off instantly. They sleep on the edge of the desert. They sleep once in the desert and they sleep on the other edge of the desert. <laughs> yeah. So two full days in the desert, and they're ready to kill each other. <laughs> yeah. Marthan's got some other stuff going on. His, like, um, his angst build up in these, like, next chapters is, is pretty good. I like how we get teased about the hints of his backstory. Mm. Then we do find it, um... Later. Later. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's, like, he's seconds, not seconds away, but, like... The full-blown freakout is coming, and you can feel it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. Great. I like it. Yeah. But yeah, they just kind of get out of the desert pretty yeah. easily. All right. To a path reveal. Yes. Um, immediately start celebrating getting out the of the first desert. first note I have is uh, who all up staring at their elf. <laughs> they are. They are up staring at the elf. Safira crows jubilantly, which I can imagine is a really scary noise. And it, like the horses are so chill normally, but they freak out. Um, which reasonable, very Poor reasonable. horses. Yeah. Yeah, Aragorn's where, where like have looking I written at my horse My horse facts are at the beginning of next chapter. Okay, okay. we'll get there. And er- then you can look back on everything and think about it. Yeah, yeah. Aragorn's <laughs> looking at, um, at Arya, like, through the firelight. Uh, yeah, he's commenting on how her. good the lighting is. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before that, he does have his, like reconfirmation of resolve he's like oh it would be so easy to just like live in the wilderness by myself aha yeah but no but the no. people but no the, people. the atrocities <laughs> the, oh, hold on i witnessed a couple of atrocities back there i gotta stop them <laughs> he is like wait that's next chapter don't worry i won't bring it up but yeah no he's like the lighting's so beautiful um She's so sexy, aha. I wonder if I could mind meld with her, basically, is the train of thought. <laughs> yeah, and he thinks this might be a really bad idea and just does it anyway. And you know what? It is. Well, after reinforcing, like, Brom saying it's the one of the worst things you can do, but then he did it immediately, so yeah, maybe that advice doesn't count. Yeah. yeah, and also he said, like, only do it if it's 100% necessary. And to be fair, this was 100% necessary. Yeah. Um, but, well, it turns out to be. Mm, yeah. Which is, like, means justifying ends, I guess, mm-hmm. but... The last time he tried to reach into someone's no, mind, it was Murtagh, and um, he got nothing, absolutely nothing out of that. Yeah. This is almost worse, actually. This is way worse, because um, he Because Murtagh could have decked him. <laughs> no, I'm saying uh, the, the mental barrier... Oh, this uh, is crazy. Compared to, like, oh, yeah. being mentally attacked. Yeah, Arya's this first really response fun. to having any mental probing is, I have got to fucking kill this guy. Yeah, mm-hmm. And great. then she nearly does. Yeah. It's what is sick. it? How's it described? Like a dagger? Yeah, suddenly an icy dagger drove into his mind. Pain exploded behind his eyes with splashes of colour. He recoiled from the attack but found himself hold- held in an iron grip, unable to retreat. She just like tries to stab him to death with her mind immediately. Yeah. Um, which is great. Awesome defense system. She does a pretty good job. It would have been way funnier if Murtagh had done that, but um, <laughs> that's not within his power, I think. <laughs> oh, really? Within in his characterization, yeah. either. Mm-hmm. He is very much a stone wall guy. Um, but Once again, remarking, also, like, what if Aragorn died here? Huh? <laughs> remarking, God, like... He just got killed. Yeah, yeah. Aragorn just fucking killed over and died, and Murtaugh's <laughs> left there, like, oh, fuck, man. And Sephira died, too. And just like, gunk. <laughs> I know, we've said it a million times. He puts Sephira in danger so yeah. frequently. Terrible. Like... She the, doesn't deserve this. The deal is just so raw. I don't think the dragon should die. No. I think it's really stupid. I think it should be the other way around. Like if, and I know it wouldn't fit the plot or whatever. But the dragon's the the, the more power important, source. powerful creature. Yeah. So like, 
it, I don't know. It they shouldn't be, be nerfed. They shouldn't be nerfed. And also, like, I think for a person having, like, if my dragon dies, I die, that's, like, a lot more, I don't know, impactful or whatever. Well, the, you've you got, start to treat it more like a person instead of a steed. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also, like, he's putting her at risk constantly. Mm-hmm. And he's... But if he was having to go, wait a minute, if I fuck this up and my dragon dies, I'm dead. I feel yeah. like he'd be more careful. But he's not thinking, if I fuck this up and I die, Sephira also dies. He's not thinking about no, that okay. at well, all. He's it never not, crosses his mind. Well, no, because he's never thinking, I could die. That's true. That's also <laughs> That's true. That's 100% true. <laughs> so I'm not sure it would solve this problem either way. Yeah. Because... Aragon does not seem overly cognizant of the fact that he can die. Yeah, I think he's having a Merlea moment and he does not think that he's capable of being killed. <laughs> he's having a 16-year-old moment. He's <laughs> Death isn't real. He's seen it a million times, bro. It could happen to you. <laughs> it would never happen to him. That's true. He's only seen, seen to... like two people die ever. And they were both old men. And <laughs> what does that tell you? <laughs> I think some of those oracles might have died. Well, he didn't see Garrow yeah. die. He, he saw Brom die. Did he kill anyone himself? Yeah. He exploded an Urgle, but he doesn't count those as people. And I think he may have... I think he's only exploded Urgles. Yeah, I don't yeah. know that he's actually killed anyone himself. He's seen Brom die, but he wasn't in the room when Garrow died. Sephira's killed, like, tens of people. Yeah, but he didn't even see that. Yeah. <laughs> she killed him on the roof. Yeah, I, like, I don't know if he's seen anybody other than Brom... Well, I think Murtaugh Brom killed died, some of those soldiers uh, in the prison break. But right, but he wasn't really paying that much attention. Yeah. I think that kind of explains the freak out he has next chapter. Because he was just like only yeah, knocking out those guards. I think that he like I barely think. is cognizant of like other people or himself dying. Mm. Yeah. Um, like despite having many multiple notable deaths, I don't think he's really come to terms with like. Mm-hmm. Some, that's not something that could happen to him. Yeah. So he's not very cautious about it. Yeah. And he's much more cautious about things that could physically kill him than magically kill mm. him. Because he's, like, not... He still doesn't really understand the magic thing. Yeah, yeah. He doesn't understand the boundaries very well at all. And I don't think he knew that this could... Ha- like, obviously he didn't know, but I don't think he even had, like... Could fathom that this kind of thing could happen once you get into something. He knew mind. you could have mental battles. Oh, that's, that is true. But, I, you know, you're not expecting an unconscious elf to have a mental battle with yeah, you. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, one thing that I absolutely love, which is, like, after... He's been like, no, oh my god, please don't fucking kill me. I'm a friend, I promise. Mm-hmm. Um, he, like, gets into this elf mind and is like, oh, it's really scary in here. Yeah. Something is very wrong with elves. Yeah, I like, the, and he's That's like so noticing cool. the glamour as well. Yeah, and also mm-hmm. she has a song playing the whole time. <laughs> well. <laughs> It's been stuck in her head the whole time. No. I think she has a theme tune <laughs> that she's just like, "Oh, you're in here." Do 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 do. Like boss music. Like Bloodborne boss music starts up. That's why he's so fucking scared. But yeah, it's like he invented Elf Counter. <laughs> yet through all of the sensations, she shimmered a melody of wild, haunting beauty that embodied her her identity. And then when he like breaks the connection later, the song stops. Hmm. So she genuinely just has a theme tune that plays whenever you are trying and to her like, <laughs> there is like the, mentally battle with her. The mental magic like charming him as well, mm, which yeah. is like super cool. I like elves are very physically boring in this, but they are like giga freaks um, <laughs> from basically a different planet and I really like that a lot. I like when elves are just like, yo, I'm not a human being. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're nothing to me, too. It's very, very good. Um, but yeah, most of this is just like... I don't really care for the dialogue so <sighs> much. Um, I hate that she makes him swear an oath and for some reason it just says that he swears the oath. We don't even actually get him swearing the oath. Yeah, it would have been nicer. Like, Why? Maybe he didn't want to write all that stuff in the ancient language. Hmm. Conlang is hard. But there yeah. was, like, not even any, like... Could have just said, like, yes. But I he pledge. talks in the ancient language and just has it on page in English, like... Anyway. Bef- yeah. Like, yeah, at different right. points. Like, their whole conversation's in the ancient language. Which is crazy. How is he... How is he having this conversation with her? Like, he doesn't... Well, they're also in, a, in mind meld. True. But, like... I, I just feel like that could have been on page. Mm. And then when he wakes up, um, it's just like, and Aragorn told them everything. Yeah. And it's like, so, 
like having the opportunity for a character to tell other characters something that's happened to them is a really good like characterization opportunity and it's just like skipped like so often mm. in this mm. book no one's everyone's just like and they told them <laughs> and i pass on the message yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's the same like, how they skip over like Safira's conversations as well it's yeah. just like come on just a little bit more like i think everybody's fairly well characterized mm. but i think it's something that is dialogue's hard dialogue is very hard yeah um especially when you are a teen boy but like mm. it is definitely something that's missing and something i think i'm going to be kind of on the lookout for when we get to the later books just to see if that's something that develops i guess yeah um but yeah this is like three pages of here's how to find the Varden, and oh my god, I'm going to die in four days. <laughs> yeah. Um, I like the the image, like, depiction kind of thing, how she's sending the messages as the memories. Mm. It's kind of neat. But again, I don't do location, so all these names are just words to me. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't like, look at anything about mm. that. Um, I didn't even look back at the map for this one. <clears throat> no. I assumed that there wouldn't be the map. It probably wouldn't really make that much sense. Uh, it's got the Beartooth River on it, but that's yeah. about it. Yeah. All right. And then, yeah. So um, Arya says, I need to be there in like four. Five days. Four or five days. And Murtaugh's like, we have killed these horses three times over. <laughs> and we're going to do it again. And we're going to fucking do we it again. We cannot do more. And Yurikon's like, well, what else can we do? She's going to die. Okay. <laughs> okay. Honestly, if I was Murtaga, I would have been like, okay. <laughs> we didn't poison her. We tried our best. Our horses are going to fucking die and there's oracles behind us. Hello? And I don't want to go to the Varden. <laughs> I just, like, the thing... The thing about it all that really gets me is Murtag tries to just, like, like we are going in different directions. We can split up. And Aragorn's like, no. You have to hang out with <laughs> me. We will not I will not abandon you. And it's like, you're not abandoning him. He's trying to leave. <laughs> <laughs> like, multiple times in these two chapters, he's like, I, I'm getting out of here. I, I will not abandon like, you. <laughs> Don't insult me as such by thinking that I would. And it's like, Aragon. He's trying to bail. <laughs> that is not remotely what is happening. But Aragon thinks, knows that he's the main character. <laughs> yeah, he, like, knows. So... Um, and there's Eric, uh, Murtaugh saying, like, wait, I don't want to go with you. Yeah. You're forcing me to take care of you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this little and fight that they get into. The girls are fucking fighting. I love this fight. Yeah, it's um, great. They're it's, just fucking swinging. Yeah, before they even get physical with it, like, Murtaugh is so extremely problems boy here. He's got so much <laughs> of his own bullshit going on. And, like, the, the conflict's a little heavy-handed or whatever, but it's, like, a really good understanding of, like, emotional deflection coming from a 15 year old like Martok is pissed off and scared and like needs to leave and is making it Aragorn's problem yeah for like very small nitpicky stuff um but he mm-hmm. really like figures out where Aragorn is weak emotionally and yeah. is like gotcha bitch and just stabs him <laughs> like oh you're a little baby boy and everybody has to come rescue you all the time and everybody's yeah. dying for you and he's like well lunges at him like, <laughs> doesn't really know how to respond he just kind of attacks him yeah and Sephira just like pins them both mm-hmm. <laughs> he does a sick wrestling move on him first though he flies through the air yeah. Aragorn <laughs> managed to get his feet under Murtaugh's chest and kicked mightily Murtaugh flew upside down over Aragorn's head landing flat on his back with a solid thump that is full on <laughs> just like a pro wrestling move <laughs> but yeah uh, Sephira grabs both of them and pins them to the ground it's so fucking funny yeah this is our get along dragon <laughs> I like Murtog saying, um, Murtog acknowledging that he keeps getting left behind when they go fly places. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I take care of the horses, I'm the pack animal, I carry all this shit, that's all I'm good for. Mm-hmm. It's very funny. Yeah. Aragorn being like, I don't want to deal with Murtog, going off with Sephira, making it worse. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um... I don't think Yurikon's very, like, subtle about that. I think that if he's like, we're fighting and I don't want to deal with him, that uh, Murtaugh's pretty aware that that's the, I- the idea. It's like, we're fighting and I'm flying, like, 30Ks away uh, from you in the air. Yeah, leaving And you have to take care of my horse. And the unconscious woman. <laughs> yeah. So leaving Arya down there as well. They're putting her on yeah. snow fire. <laughs> I'm pretty certain. <laughs> He just, and they have this whole, like, kind of 
deep, not deep, but like it's a conversation that is like very emotionally charged, and they have it while being pinned to the ground by Severa. Yeah. <laughs> Murtag's like, oh, Aragon's like, you know, what did you do? Why is everyone so mad at you? Murtag's like, oh, I was born. Like that level yeah. of emo bullshit. And, <laughs> and they're he's just, like, like about to like spill some deep dark secrets, and Severa's like, hang on. Guys, <laughs> <laughs> something really bad is about to happen to us. Hmm. Also, yeah, it's so sus. Well, I guess he's just about to spill the backstory and can't, but it is very sus how Murtag, like, instantly is like, yeah, I know that Ergle Chieftain specifically. we got to get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> Sees the banner and bounces. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, like, it's also, like... But it's also, like, any Urgle Chieftain is bad news. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, yes. I know this guy specifically and personally we got to get out of here. <laughs> Yeah. Like, you need to say that. From, like, a character tension standpoint, I do like that they kind of barely resolve this before they mm-hmm. have to leave. Yeah. yeah um, and they're still, like, very tense throughout yeah, the next few chapters. Yeah, they're still kind chapters. of fighting. Yeah. Um, and that kind of... I don't know. I think that, that obviously we're not going to get there in this episode, but, like, the... It carries through and it's good. It carries through mm. very well in, in these, these, like, set of six chapters, which is which is very good. Um, yeah, I like it a lot. Yeah, I like that there's a lot of tension built up through just, like, varying sources. Mm. Yeah, and most of it is Aragorn's fault. Well, yeah, it's yeah. almost which, all like, Aragorn's fault. I, I like. I, yeah. He's it's kind of... for a main um, character he does it, yeah. I don't think he has very good social skills because he grew up on a farm... With Roran and Uncle Garrow. Yeah, he was very socially isolated. <laughs> like, <laughs> he grew up with a, a skeleton freak and, like, the world's best number boy. one best boy. I don't think him and Roran ever fought like this. They're like VFS. Yeah. It's, he's just like, he's a dark mirror to, to Roran. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> But yeah, they just kind of bounce, um, yeah. which is good. Do I have anything? Oh yeah, my last note is simply, emo boy, I love you, all capital letters. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got um, in the next chapter, Murtag trauma emo boy moments. Yeah, <laughs> plenty is, of them. Oh, uh, he is kind of number one trauma boy in the world. Yeah, mm-hmm. like he's feeling a lot in the background and it's good that he's finally <laughs> making it Aragorn's problem and not just sitting there like, oh, yeah. the sand, I hate yeah. sand. <laughs> Um, this encounter with the slavers is good. Okay, as well. no, before that, we get a horse fact. The horse, oh, horse of course, facts, I'm sorry. Because yeah. we travel more. Because mm-hmm. they've been traveling, um, alternating sleeping in the saddles and riding throughout the night. Yes, yeah, see, I read this and I thought, this is too far. I'm Googling. Yeah. The horses were exhausted to the point of stopping, yet they still maintained a relentless pace. You're going to kill And they kept going. You're going to kill the beasts. Um, a horse needs five to seven hours of rest and at least 30 minutes lying down every day. Lying down as well? They can only get REM sleep while lying down. And they oh. need at least 30 minutes of REM or they start having problems. Yeah. So they, they have to lie down for 30 minutes a day. <laughs> these guys are going to fucking kill these horses. I'm... It's shocking that they're not dead. Yeah. They have already been being killed. Mm-hmm. They're, uh, they're magic <laughs> horses. 100% magic wizard horses. Like, Brom did a spell yeah. or something. Mm-hmm. Um, also... <sighs> They're running next to the horses again. No, I didn't. In this chapter, I they are running that. next to the horses again. Guys. <laughs> there's no point. Give up. It's you point. just take... If you're like, oh, the horses need a break, give them a break. Don't run next to them. <laughs> <laughs> they must think that's so weird. That's why she's so scary. <laughs> <laughs> this freak monkey is running next to me, really scary style. Yeah, I. they are bad at travelling. This is fucking insane. Yeah. Um, about the slavers, I've written Aragon weak world liberal moment. Literally. <laughs> Murtag's right. Yeah. Murtag does the right thing here. Aragon, um... Aragon's had trouble before with the slavers and saying, like, Arag- they're the worst. Aragon hates slavers so much, and yet he's like, Sephira, come down and scare them, but don't kill them. Let them run away. And, and then what do you think they're going to do, Aragorn? They're going to tell everyone about the dragon rider they saw in the damn yeah. mountains. And then they're going to go enslave more people. Yeah. Not everyone has a dragon to stop, like, a band of, what, like, 20 guys from getting them. Well, yeah. I think no one has a dragon. Exactly. Yeah. Just, like, yeah, no, he is... It's insane that he goes to, what is it, Dressleo, and sees all that insane slavery shit, gets so, like, 
this is you know this has pissed me off so much that I'm gonna go join the rebellion yeah mm-hmm. and like this is my driving force and then when confronted with the people who are doing it is like no I couldn't possibly mm-hmm. oh a human life you need to kill all of them yeah. immediately how did he think that the writers abolished slavery yeah. just ask them nicely yeah. pass some laws you don't mm-hmm. ask people like this nicely you chop them into a hundred little pieces mm-hmm. well also even the whole slavery thing aside what why he is technically it's a terrible decision. technically dreadful decision awful absolutely dreadful uh and he somehow thinks that it would be better to have killed that guy in a fair fight when either him or murtag could have killed him no either him or murtag could have killed that guy with one hand behind their back and blindfolded true Mm -hmm. like he would they cannot have a fair fight fight with that guy Mm -hmm. so why does it matter like it's just and even if like they are definitely going to win that fight but it still puts them in at risk of being injured which like at this point they cannot afford Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, this is this is Aragorn's worst moment in this book, straight up. Yeah. It's insane. Like, I get that he's supposed to be, like, empathetic and, like, uh, not egalitarian or whatever, but, like, a fear. <clears throat> you want, like, your next next king, next dragon rider guy to be like, oh, yeah. I'm, I'm uh, not into killing people yeah, randomly. I'm extending the but hand this of justice isn't killing randomly. No, this is... Yeah, this is... These people are outright... And materially evil and need to be killed like straight up they're going to keep doing harm if you don't kill them and also you just let 15 guys go who know what you look like your location what you can do and there's a big fucking group of oracles right behind you yeah like it's the worst it's (laughs) he's nearly killed himself 20 times in this book and this is the worst decision he's ever made this is so bad (laughs) Mm mm-hmm and like Martog is fully just right. Martog yeah. has some some great stuff in this chapter. Mm-hmm. He's yeah, he's really good in this. Mm-hmm. Like the the immediate like okay, this guy's like down and is going to fuck us up if I don't kill him. Just going and killing him, no hesitation. Like that's the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. And then just like I'm not going to apologize for it, and you're a little bitch for being mad at me and then leaving. <laughs> yeah, it's like we were killing the guys when they were standing. Why is it different? Mm-hmm. Um. Also, uh, while they're having a fight about this, Sephira's really considering eating him. Yes! <laughs> they're, they're having, like, the craziest argument ever. And she's it literally, like, kind of zooms in on her in the background while she's sniffing this guy's decapitated head and, like, opens her mouth a little bit and kind of goes, ah. Has a bit of a sniff. Oh, okay, eat him. She definitely ate those guys in Gilead. Oh, I don't yeah. think she had time to eat them. I, she was ripping the ceiling off. That's true. Mm. Maybe just one. I think Sephira eats people. I, I think, think that she's okay. Willing to, but I don't think she's had opportunity yet. She's real. She's been really hungry. She's only eaten these deer at the start of the chapter yeah. that she hunted. Is it okay for dragons to eat people? Sure, why not? Hmm. I've I've gone over this several times. But in it's different it's D&D basic situations. food chain. They're <laughs> they're is. bigger animals, so yes. why would they not simply eat the they're smaller sentient, animals? Because they're sapient. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, like in <laughs> say you're playing the largest of the not simply kill and eat the smaller. <laughs> say you're playing like a tiefling. Is it ethical? to eat your enemies after you've killed them if they are not all because if you're eating another tiefling that's cannibalism and that's not good but if you're eating a human <laughs> is that okay tieflings and humans can interbreed they're the same species you're right mm. lizard folk uh eat other and they um, do and it's okay for them to eat. Okay. <laughs> yeah yeah i guess yeah if you can't interbreed with them then it's okay <laughs> well dragons are like i don't know they're they're a step above right yes yeah. They're like next level evolution. It doesn't really matter. So I think it's I think, mine. I think she should eat as many people as she wants to. <laughs> I think it's cool. I, I think, think she should that. eat more people. Mm. I thought it was very cool when one of the dragons in Rain Wild ate somebody. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think we're like very high in nutrition compared to like a deer? I think we're probably full of um, toxins. Yeah, that's like what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> like there's got to be, uh, I mean us especially, the microplastic build up has got to be insane. Mm. But like, I think Aragorn's microplastic load's pretty low. I think it's zero, in fact. But his lead's got to be through the roof, right? He's he's like, 
I feel like he's riding with lead implements, his window linings, Laird's cooking in lead pots. <laughs> it's got arsenic in there somewhere. Yeah, I feel like everybody in this world has crazy lead poison. Everybody in the cities. Oh, I know yeah, those yeah. motherfuckers are using lead pipes. You think they have pipes? <laughs> yeah, they, you kind of have a city that big without pipes. I think there's sewer is mentioned. Dude, the ancient Greeks had sewers, and these guys are like medieval style. Mm. Yeah, they didn't have lead pipes in their sewers. No, they didn't. They had big clay, big like yeah. aquifers or whatever they were called. I don't know. But I think they're getting their water out of like a, a big pipe just jammed into the ground and they're drinking particles. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe that's why they're so mad. Um, yeah, like, these dudes are demonstrably fucking evil. Sorry, I'm reading this bit again. Marsak has his, um, emo boy at the moment. Yes. It's pretty good. Yes. Yes. His, like, if you'd ever known fear, you would have done it too. If you'd been born like me, if you'd known fear. <laughs> if you had not been safe since you're in your mother's womb, and not even then. <laughs> like, he's so... Aragorn is so, like, taken aback and, like, I can't believe you've done this about this. And it's like, this was the only option. Yeah. Like, the only other option they had was to wait a bit longer and then kill him. Yeah. <laughs> That's not better. Or just, like, let him walk away, I guess. But that kills you. Yeah. At least this was quick. Mm-hmm. Oh, Murtaugh uh, decapitates... Um, his, his name is Tolkien Brand. Yeah, it's a uh, shit name. And then <laughs> cleans his sword on the back of his shirt. Yeah, that yeah. swag move. Pretty, pretty swag. Very swag. I love your disrespect for human life, my beautiful king. Um, yeah, he's talking about how his, like, sleep never comes easy, because I always have to worry if I live to see the door. Like, his monologue is, like, 20 lines. It's, it's beautiful. It's so, it's so good. Beautiful. This is Murtag Tromarimo, Boy Wemmers. Yeah, I think he deserves it. He deserves it. He can do whatever he wants. And Aragorn's just so mad about it, like... <laughs> I, I'm gonna be honest. Stay mad about it. You no, stop being mad about it. It was fine. <laughs> yeah, it's, mm. they eat together in silence. <laughs> uh, they they wrote at a rate that Aragorn would have thought impossible a week ago. So they're going even faster and killing these horses even. Yeah, harder. my final note on horses. this chapter is once again the poor horses. The poor horses. Stop doing this to them. It's just they need to eat and drink so much. They need to sleep. Mm-hmm. They need to lie down for 30 minutes a day. <laughs> um, they only like, they are, there are studies, um, if your horse, if the horse um, only has a rubber mat, it will choose not to lie down on it, but if it has bedding, it will lie down. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you have a bunch of horses and not enough bedding for all of them, they will have a, a social hierarchy and the, the, lower, <laughs> the lower horses will get woken up and pushed out. Well, that's really um, but if there's, enough, if there's enough bedding for everyone, they all get to sleep and they don't get, they aren't mean about it. Do you think Tornak and Snowfire are beefing? Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> like two They're big, too, like, stallions. Yeah, two absolutely male trying horses. to big dog each other. They're biting each other yeah, while yeah. no one's looking. <laughs> what if, well, what if they were in love? <laughs> I was going to say, what if they were gay? <laughs> gay horses. That's all we're getting. <laughs> if you want some gay men, uh, read Rainwild Chronicle. <laughs> I might. A Tornak and Snowfire enemies to lovers? Whoa. No, I think they're enemies and then they're gonna die. No! No! (laughs) Well, I mean, okay, we've been talking about it like Realistically, yeah, but like, no! (laughs) No, I'm sure they'll be okay. They can't get that badly hurt. Um, Yeah, Sphere asks him if he wants to talk because he's having such a myth about it. No. No, I don't want to talk about it. I'm so confused. I don't want to talk about it. And then just goes to sleep. Every single chapter ends with them going to yeah. bed. I mean, it's an easy bookend. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's so funny. You though. wake up and you go to sleep. That's an easy place to start. Yeah, they and are, stop. They are However, I kind of want to, like, at the end, take a tally of how many out of, you know, the total number of chapters start and end with them getting up and then going to bed. Well, well sometimes Aragorn we'll passes like out. A... That counts. <laughs> That's yeah, the count. he gets knocked out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's bed. <laughs> Um, yeah, he goes to sleep next to Sephira and she tells him, I love you, little one, and he says it back, and it's very Did she cute. wrap her um, long neck around them as if she was a cat wrapping her tail? Um, she curls into a ball next to him. I think she wraps him up like a kitty cat in um, the next chapter, I think. Mm. Uh-huh. Yeah, and that's... 
That's, yeah, Aragon yeah, just kind of has it. a cringe moment, and then the chapter is over. Aragon mm. has a lot of cringe moments through these three chapters. <sighs> he's flopping. I'll be honest. Oh. A way cooler dude showed up, and now he's flopping. It's hard. It's really Murtaugh's moment right yeah. now. Also, I guess he is sixteen and has no um, moral guidance, and Murtaugh's having his own moment in a corner, and isn't really helping. And there's only eighteen. Murtaugh's having an eighteen-year-old moment. Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> You're so young. <laughs> You're so very baby. I'd, I'd say, like, I feel sorry for Safira, but she's, like, six months yeah. old as well. She's <laughs> even baby Children, yeah. like, having the worst time ever. <laughs> I love when she acts like she's super old, though. It's, it's crazy. Old and wise. Yeah. It's gotta See, be. This is why I wish Dragon Ancestral Memory was re- like real and confirmed. I mean, it's <laughs> gotta be reason. like slightly there. I feel like it's kind of real. Like, <laughs> to continue harping on about it in Rainwild, they do have <laughs> Dragon Ancestral Memory. It only really makes sense. Because, like, otherwise, getting your like angsty boy fight broken up and then pinned by a six month year old six month year old i'm gonna go six month old person really embarrassing <laughs> like your baby cousin just attacked you and won <sighs> yeah yeah <laughs> fuck this whole situation honestly <sighs> All right, so. It's about to get way worse as well. <laughs> right, Charlie, you're on summary next time. I am on summary next time. What have, what have we got next? We are reading da, 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 da. Um, Flight Through the Valley, The Horns of a Dilemma, and Hunting for Answers, um, which is quite a big uh, chunk of pages. Um, yes. It's like 30 or something. Yeah, I think Sean and I were talking about this. We've pages for every episode from now on. Okay, yeah, so maybe the next ones might be a, a little longer. Um, but there's just like three more episodes till the end of the book, maybe. Four more. Holy four shit, more, we're four nearly more. there, boys. Yeah. I'm have to get myself a copy of Eldest. <laughs> yeah. Oh, well, it's late. Mm. Yes. It is. It's like nine o'clock. <laughs> Follow us on our socials. Yeah, what are we on? Um, we're on Twitter. We're Twitter, on Reddit. Reddit. We're Tumblr. on Tumblr. Ears for, for dragon. dragon on everything. Oh my god, twins, hi. Uh, you can email us at earsfordragon at gmail.com. <laughs> like, um, comment, and subscribe. Rate and review. review. <laughs> yeah, give us a thumbs um, up. R&R, concrete welcome. Concrete? <laughs> Constructive criticism. <laughs> concrete welcome. <laughs> One of these days we'll have more um, socials to add on there, but probably <laughs> yeah. not. Are they making more websites? Why would we're we need not, more? We're just not on the other ones. What are the other? Instagram, well, I it, guess. It's Instagram. I guess well, it's Facebook and TikTok, Facebook? but like, there's no way we're making we're not, that. We're not making a I'm TikTok. Alre- I'm no. already not managing our social media. I mean, you can't add more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all right. I guess we will see you next week. Thank you guys so much for listening. This has been Ears for Dragon. Goodbye.